Chat of the Wild is part of the HyperX Podcast Network. To find out more information and other great shows, go to podcast.hyperx.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Chat of the Wild in this season. We are playing through the Legend of Zelda Spirit Tracks. Uh, is it? Have we been through this? Haven't we? Is it the Spirit Tracks or is it Spirit Tracks? I believe. I believe there's no article. I think it says uh, some Spirit Tracks. Legend of Zelda, <laughs> some Spirit Tracks. A Spirit, a Spirit Track. Um, in our last episode. We uh, rode on a choo-choo train, and we're, we were good <laughs> choo-choo boys. That's actually a, a good way to describe that train, as we'll, we'll see going forward today. It's a little obsolete. Uh, yeah, and uh, before we get into it, we did mention in the last episode, BC is the outlier here, playing it in an odd format on the Wii U. Uh, you, you tinkered around a little bit. With that, right, BC? Yeah, so following Jeremy's guidance, uh, I was able to access the virtual console's options for how you display DS games. So the default is it just puts a DS on the gamepad screen and on your TV. And so you basically have you know, a subsection of the screen with a DS overlay in which to use um, you also have the option to have the gamepad be the bottom screen and the TV be the top screen. Um, you also have yeah. some side-by-side options. And probably the the best option, but I haven't used it yet, was uh, there's a vertical option. So you can turn the gamepad mm-hmm. sideways. And so essentially mm-hmm. you can have uh, top-bottom, which would ideally use more screen real estate. Um, yeah. I've been playing with the the top screen on my TV and the bottom screen on the gamepad. It's worked out a lot better. Uh, it's a lot easier to control. The only problem I've had is if you go to the edge of the screen, sometimes it will register, like the edge of the screen displayed on the gamepad, it will register you as touching a different part of the screen. So like accidentally <laughs> using an item when you were nowhere near the button to use that item. Ugh. Because so. that's on a different part of the screen. Yeah. So I am okay. so glad that we've moved on from the Wii U. Like, <laughs> I don't want to get into it, but like, man, that tech, it yeah. aged. It aged three days after it launched. Right. Yeah. Like, we were already beyond it in the first week where we were like, oh, this is this is a toy. Nintendo it was, it Nintendo was decided perfect. not to make a game console this generation. They made a toy. Um, it was perfect. There was no need for it to uh to you know continue on to you know it can age all it wants it's it's perfection already whatever uh bc uh, kind of foreshadowing here where's the microphone located on the wii u again uh it's, so it's on the gamepad thank god um ah, there is one on there there is one, one, on of the, there. one of the main bullet points i've written down today is how the hell do you do this on a Wii U? Because uh, it's, it's it's quite a it's quite a blow heavy game. Uh, it it yeah. is. Uh, as someone who not very well, but as someone who plays trombone, uh, somehow blowing into the Wii U microphone is difficult. Uh, yeah, it was not a great experience, but we'll get to that. Yeah, yeah, because I think that's the one thing. Uh, 
that all of these systems had the like the 3ds the the wii u and the switch that's like the one thing the switch didn't get was like a microphone on it somewhere Mm -hmm. other than that it's got pretty much all the same stuff that the other systems had right so let's jump into the game uh when we last left off we got into hyrule castle uh did you guys wander around there's not really anything to do in the town uh there's a shop but i don't think you don't waste your money on any of this stuff that you don't even know what it is right now right (laughs) i didn't buy anything yet no I I bought uh, some of those postcard things because it said if you send them off, you can get more money. This is terrible. Like, I, I, I was sucked in. Like, in the first thing, it's like somebody's knocked on my door and asked for a donation without a badge. <laughs> uh, I was like, yes. And, and I was like, I can send 10 of these. And then it says you can send 20 of them a day. And it's like, I wonder who what? is going through that. I mean, I'll say now, I haven't, haven't had any returns from them yet. Um... You'll you'll be the first uh, to to know, but uh... <laughs> yeah, because I was I was holding off until like I had more info about it, and yeah, and I until just I had enough money. Are yeah. we sure that's not a street pass thing? It may be. Well, it was Spot oh, no. Pass. They didn't. It's, street is, Pass was DS. the 3ds upgrade. Spot Pass was the original one. But uh, I'm just being pedantic here. I apologize. See, because in the in the. In the last game, I mean, I, I, hope, was... I hope I'm just going to get some replies from, you know, uh, Tingle on a desert island uh-huh, being uh-huh. like, um, <laughs> here you go, um, his his double rupees back or something. But, yeah. Um, mm. Yeah, because in, in, in the last one, there was this uh, economy based around rare things you fished up and... But that was like certain ones were expensive in your game would be expensive. It wouldn't be in someone else's game. So I'm wondering if that level of trading there is extends um, to this too. Yep. There, there is that. I do not believe it's related to this though. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll okay. figure out. Let's let's circle back around in the future when we figure out some more things on that. Um, if you go into the castle, uh, you get you basically get pushed around by some guards that are just sort of like, "What are you doing here?" And you're like. For the thing that's going on today, and they're like, "Oh, right, go." And I'm it's supposed like, to be here. Yeah, everyone is just sort of like, "You're not supposed to be here," and then you're just like, "I'm supposed to be here," and they're like, "Okay, I guess he's supposed to be here." And I don't understand. <laughs> it's just really weird. Uh, we do get to meet a new character. They uh, they make fun of her her ceremony. They're like, "Oh yeah, it's that engineer thing." All right, well, I guess kids are engineers these days. We do meet Ch- Chancellor Cole here, and he comes by mocking the ceremony. That's the very first thing that we see of him. Other yeah, than you know. the two hats. hats. Yes. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> the dude's got two hats. How baller is that? How many times have you met somebody who had two hats and they weren't just absolutely lovely? Um, <laughs> Zero times. Honestly. That has <laughs> never happened to me. Exactly. I mean, you guys know I'm a hat aficionado. I, I would love to wear two hats. I was just going to say, outside of a 90s hip-hop video, I don't think I've met someone with two hats, or really observed two hats in the wild. But <laughs> He's got a so, great smile, you know, it, it's, you know, yeah. whatever. I like um, him. Real sharp. Seems nice. Uh, so we go up to there, and we do have a very short ceremony uh, that we, we get introduced to Zelda. She comes along. Uh, we are distracted by her. Uh, in a way where Colvin calls us out to be like, do you do not look up at the princess, uh, you you peasant? Well, we have a moment. 
Um, yeah. And it's a meat cute, isn't it? It's a meat cute. It really is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so when he like yells about you looking up at the princess, the first thing that went through my mind was, if this were a Final Fantasy game, uh, th- he would be the bad guy. Like, I was like, oh yeah, this would be the bad guy if this were a Final Fantasy game. And I was exactly, just thinking right. about how cool would it be if like Cole was the bad guy and he's like bringing automobiles to the Spirit Track Island, and that's what it is. There's no <laughs> evil overlord. There's just the criminality of the auto industry. Um, but I digress. Yep. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. So we go through this very quick ceremony. We are now an official train conductor. Some guy and- brings out a, a thing from stage. <laughs> what? What is that? Stage right? It'd be stage left because he was to the Stay- left of Zelda, to the right of us. Okay. Okay. I thought it was backwards when you're on. St- Never mind. <laughs> just, just not important. <laughs> not at all important. Um. <laughs> We, we we are now an official train conductor, and Zelda also passes us a secret note and then says, basically, don't let anybody see you with this note. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how far I needed to leave. I left the castle before I read the note. Well, I was going to say, like, the, the thing is, he, she's like, hey, check this note. Be cool. Don't talk about it. Make sure don't that let... the chancellor or the, you know, chancellor doesn't know. And then as he's walking out, he's like, says some line about like, oh, those tracks won't be around forever, won't be around for much longer. And then he does this big, like, sharp teeth smile. And I was like, yeah, you know, he is the bad guy. He's just got, he's got a nice, you know, mischievous grin of, you know, style to him. I like him. I like him. I think he's fine. (laughs) Yeah. Two hats. Two hats. Um, Two hats. You're right. You're right. (laughs) It really is. Um, right. Before we got into the castle, uh, there you can check the the mail, and the mail dude shows up. He doesn't fly this time, but it's the same kid, and he kind of comes up, uh, chugga chugga choo choo, and <laughs> yes, and um, yeah, <laughs> BC is doing a wonderful reenactment of it right now. Um, but he's like, hey. Uh, I it was a little weird. People were like, "I don't read me the mail. You're reading my mail out loud. Please don't do that." So now I give it to people and I put it I put it in your pocket. So you got to read it in the pocket. Uh, and it, and in every Zelda game, we've had to read mail out of a pocket. I just never remember to read it. Uh, and in this case, I, I was like, "Yeah, I have to get far away to read this letter." And by the time I got far enough away, I ended up in the room where I needed to be, where the letter told me to go. I, here, I thought you were going to be like, I went back to the original island to try to get as far away as possible to be, read this letter. I got to be a secret. I transferred uh, the data over to Phantom Hourglass, and then I went sailing around <laughs> there, and I opened it. Uh, so the letter basically tells us, come back to my, my room. Uh, here is a map on which way to go. A very useless map, which is basically like it says like it circles the spot for you to go to, but then it also circles another spot. And it's just and it does. This is the first time we get prompted of, do you want to write this down? And it's like, no, this is useless. 
I can I just know go to that spot. Why would I waste my time <laughs> writing this down? I don't need to dodge any traps to get this, up to this room. This pot has a blue rupee sometimes. You want to write that down? <laughs> I felt dumb because I was looking down at the gamepad and they were like, yeah, you want to write this secret path down? And I was like, there's no path. It's just my map. And then I was exactly. like, yes. I look up at my TV and it's like, oh, yeah, <laughs> duh, duh. Uh, so we go back up to there. Uh, you, you don't have to sneak yet, but it made it. When I got up there, I felt like I did, and because the guards were the guards are patrolling as you're going up there, but they don't react to you. Um, I think if you went up and talked to them, they would say like, "You're not supposed to be up here," hmm. but that's it. We're gonna we're gonna come to refer to this point as uh, a happier time. Um, in 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 about ten minutes' time, uh, <laughs> but they, but they're all still weirdly like uh, drone like, where they uh, when you talk to them, they're just kind of like, man, everything's going great here. I love Chancellor Cole. This I is love just, walking in circles. This is so love cool. Two hats. The, the, I love two hats, dude. Get me two, those two hats. Two please. hats. Gosh. Um, and the only ones that, uh, give you any guff really are the ones that are standing in front of doors that they don't want you to go in. Be like, Hey, you get out of here. You know, sure. rawr, rawr, Makes rawr, sense. rabble. Um, we go up to Zelda's room and we get a cutscene where she basically explains to us, uh, something's going on with the towers and I want to figure out what is happening with the towers. And so she asks us to help her sneak out of the castle uh, she does give us the recruit outfit, uh, so which was okay. This is this, this is the link outfit. This Put is this the on. green tunic. Uh, but in this world, we now have it where everyone just wears those if you work at the castle. Yeah, That's all you it know, means. Everyone went through their ten-year-old uh, ceremony to be like the hero kid. But no, that's not this. This this is this is a uniform to work as security in the castle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They <laughs> just mean, kind of they sense, just kind of though. aged it up to you know, it's a, it's a uniform now. It's it's, it's symbolic, you know. But because this is sort of the same world as that game. I, I oh boy, oh boy, we get to something where I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah. I don't, uh, again, uh, we'll we'll get to that. Making our way. Um. <laughs> So this is now where we get our first taste of the dual controls that we're going to be dealing with through, I assume, the entirety of this game. Uh. Um, what we have to do is where we could control Link by touching the screen and he'll go the direction that we say. Now we can guide Zelda down a path uh, oh. similar to the way that we did the boomerangs or the uh, bomb chews in the last game. Mm. And she's very slow. And this game is going to take, I feel like this game is going to feel like it takes so much longer than the last game because not only are we having to move ourselves, we are constantly going to have to guide someone else along. Fortunately, we do have a button that lets us call her where she will follow us, but we also have to manage if we are allowed to be seen or if she's allowed to be seen and we're not and all of this stuff. Um, you get through all this stuff. Now you can... Uh, talk to a guard to distract them, to make them look another way, uh, toss stuff to make them look somewhere. And here's the thing. I like this, but only as an improvement over what we have had to deal with before. 
this is this is an improvement in this world. This is something where like if I only had these two games to play on a desert island, I would be like, man, I love this game because it let you do this. <laughs> <laughs> By any other standards, though, this no, yeah, was yeah. this was a horrible experience. I mean, I'm, <laughs> and I mean, I I don't know about you guys, but did you guys do it on your first go? Yes. Um, by the skin of my teeth and not not for my own actions i think i mean i certainly was the one who who made the input but i just i got lucky somehow and some things just kind of fell in place because i i mucked up near the end of that bit uh had to go there's there's no checkpointing so you don't go well i got past Mm. three of the guards so right uh, no all the way back to the beginning and then because i was because i was frustrated i was like right i'm just i can just walk all the way through i can do this quickly uh which worked up until pretty much the same point and then all the way back i i tell you what i i drafted an email saying um sorry guys but uh, I don't think this season's going to be for me. No, I didn't. But, uh, <laughs> that, <laughs> well, did, yeah, keep keep that in drafts. I, uh, yeah. <laughs> I did wonder at one point, I was like, is it just going to let me skip it? Is it just going to say, are you having trouble? Uh, like, you know, a lot of modern Nintendo games do. Um, and so, you know, you can put on like a, a golden a, a golden armor and then run through. The, the game's like, no, this is the hand-holdy part. This yeah. is where we're holding your hand. Mm, yeah. The guy, the guy that about. that uh, reacts to sound was annoying, where you, like, you have to get it just right, and just controlling the two of them together and trying to get... Uh, and, like, you have to distract him by, like, throwing a rock somewhere, and he'll turn around. Like, I was like, oh, I was this is so the worst. Angry. I was so angry. <laughs> I think the, the only time I actually got caught was when I did... Uh, I didn't realize in the very beginning you could go outside and I thought I was supposed to do something like talk to there's a guy blocking the downward path and I thought I had to talk to him to get him to go away and when you talk to him he turns around and then he sees Zelda there yeah and I was like oh go outside and then everything else was fine I kind of controlled Zelda like I controlled the uh um where they the 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 bomb shoes in uh, phantom hourglass where i was like okay i know i need to time this right so to give myself time to do whatever i need to do i'm just going to draw her in circles so that she runs around in circles and then i have plenty of time <laughs> to time out so that she's I doing something mm-hmm. yeah get that step count up that, yeah <laughs> so we uh we make our way out of here and uh we then get a cut scene where Z- th- this zelda game is going full anime, baby. Uh, we get on the train and we're heading out, and then the train tracks disappear. Well, and then- well, like we get to the we get to the train to get on, and she's like, "What's up, Alphonse or Alfonso or whatever?" Yes, she's like, yes. How's it going? We have history. What's up, homie? He's he's he mentioned earlier that he used to work at the castle. Yeah, uh, but he's. But now we find out his trope is the uh, the warrior who has walked away from from battle and has become a lowly farmer or train conductor in this case. Right. You know, they're they're trans. Yeah, that's translatable. Farmer, train (laughs) engineer. Uh, So the the way this scene plays out is we get sort of 
thrown off the tracks because they just disappeared out from underneath us. The train is like, you know, almost about to fall over because it doesn't know where to go and all that stuff. Cause that's how trains work. They get confused otherwise. Uh, and then chancellor Cole shows up here, uh, and, or no, sorry. They see the, uh, the tower that we were looking for is it getting engulfed in, in purple evil and all of that stuff. Yeah. It's, it's doing some real ghostbuster stuff. And then a demon train comes out of the sky. Also ghostbusters, you know, <laughs> floats above us. I wish you all could see my face. Like just during this cut scene. Cause the highs and lows where I was like, Oh, it's kind of hilarious that this train flew off the tracks. Is that a demon train? And like, as soon as I saw the demon train, I was like, I hate this game. Yeah, I can't take it seriously. And then as the cutscene went on, I loved it more and more. But so we then see Cole, and he shows his true form, where he takes off his two hats and shows his two horns. Oh no! Exactly. You can't show two hats in the first act if you don't take them off in the third act, revealing a set of horns. That is just. See, that's just the rule, isn't exactly. it? Exactly. All right. One hat. All right. He, he jumped the gun here. <laughs> uh, and he he basically explains that he's a demon and this was his plan the whole time. Of course. Uh, to bring the demon lord back to life, uh, which, again, we'll get into. I'll get into that a little bit later on that terminology because it upsets me very much. Mm-hmm. Um, And we also get introduced to uh, another anime badass uh, by the name of Byrne, B-Y-R-N-E. He shows Mm. up behind him and he's Cole's bodyguard. Yeah. And he's got he's got a metal claw arm and all this. And he looks like a cool assassin with some crazy eyes. It seems um, like, yeah, he's got history with Alfonso. They they kind of go at it. Yeah, they Alfonso pulls out his his blade and they fight and it's cool, but of course Alfonso has not been practicing his blade as much, uh, and right. so he got, tight, he got pushed aside. Cramped quarters on on the train, you know. Uh, um, he gets he gets knocked onto this train, and and we just see how comically tiny. This is why I said earlier, like Choo Choo, pretty much is a perfect description for our train mm-hmm. at this point. It is. It is very, very small, and uh, he is seems to be taller than it uh, as he slumps off of it. So, uh, Burn starts to move closer towards Zelda. We jump in the way, and he just backhands us, and we go flying. Uh, it'd be funny if it wasn't, like, real serious right now. Yeah, he wails on him. But then, uh, as he's getting closer to Zelda, then Cole just jumps up and casts a spell on Zelda and knocks her out and then also knocks her soul out of her body. And they look at it and just like, and we'll find out later, like what their plan actually is, but they look at the soul and it just like wanders off and they're just like, eh. And yeah. I almost thought they were like, what's that thing? Oh, well. <laughs> like, no, this is what we happens when you kill a girl. These are, these are two children as yep, well. Yeah. They've just taken an absolute beat. And I know last week I said that I'm going to try and devise some sort of parallel between the Industrial Revolution. And I know that the Industrial Revolution was rife with child labour. Exactly. Um, but I think, you know, this this level of, of, of kind of mistreating the youth is um, well, it's only aiding my argument to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> one of them gets backhanded across the room. The other one gets 
killed ostensibly. Yeah, but maybe like <laughs> the dictionary definition of death. Uh, your soul was removed from your from your body, uh, but we we black out here, and we're gonna black out for a break here on this episode. Uh, so when we get back, we're gonna talk more about the spirit and the tracks. The Chat of the Wild podcast is part of the HyperX Podcast Network. HyperX is our sponsor and the maker of the acclaimed Quadcast and Quadcast Five microphones. Quadcast USB mics look and sound amazing, and they're packed with features. With four selectable polar patterns, you'll get great sound no matter what you're recording. The included shock mount and pop filter mean you won't have to shell out extra cash for a great setup. Then there's the eye-catching LED indicator and tap-to-mute sensor, so you can tap in and tap out to stop broadcasting accidents. It's time for you to tap in with the HyperX Quadcast and Quadcast S. Hi, it's me, Jeremy Parrish, co-host of the Retronauts Podcast, the only video game history podcast that's been around so long, it's also a part of video game history. Every week, one of the motley rabble who hosts this show leads a deep dive into the past, whether it's to break down a classic franchise, learn more about a timeless game from its creator, or just wallow in nostalgia. Relive history with Retronauts, here on the HyperX Podcast Network. Take a time machine back to before the world went to hell, around the year 2000. The 80s and 90s were so rad. The movies, the music, the TV, the games, that's what I want to talk about. If you're cool enough, join us and listen to Less Than 2000, because that's all we talk about. Adam and Chad live Less Than 2000, now part of the HyperX Podcast Network. All right, so we are back. We're waking up. Uh, and Alfonso is passed out next to us. We're in a bed in a room that I guess we could have gone into earlier. I didn't, so I wasn't sure where I was at the time. Um, we we get stopped by the uh, the caretaker there. I didn't catch his name again. This is the thing: like they don't say the names. Like you can yeah. only ever get someone's name if someone in that room mentions them, and that sucks in these games, especially when you're creating a podcast where you're supposed to describe <laughs> these characters. The, uh, see, there's not enough space on the screen to show the dialogue and have their little name above it as well. We have two screens. Hide it you, somewhere on the other screen. <laughs> I cannot argue with that point. You're absolutely right. They've dropped the bloody ball with that Ma- one. Maybe a maybe a <laughs> bio a on the top screen of the character. Yeah. This is this is the guy. After all, this is, I mean, you'd think he'd be important. I think he's the guy who brought us our certificate during the ceremony. So, but was it stage left or right, Brian? <laughs> but. Was it? We'll never know because we can't read his his name uh, or his line or his stage directions. Uh, as we leave that area, uh, we get a cutscene where we see a ghost. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, uh, Zelda ghost is is floating around trying to get everyone's attention, and nobody sees her except for us because we're it's very in love sad with her. about it. Uh, and so we go. I mean. You can go and follow her. I assume if you want the game to move forward, you're going to go and follow her. You're free to do whatever you want now at this point, right? The princess is dead. Uh, you know, the kingdom has fallen. Whatever you want to do now. Buy more tickets. Yes. Buy more lottery tickets. <laughs> whatever. There's grass um, outside town. I can just buy lottery tickets till till I'm dead. So if you make it back up to her room, we get a cutscene where she is... 
She's confused about what's going on, doesn't know what's happening, is blown away that Cole is actually evil and all of this stuff. Um, Who could have seen it coming? Two hats. Who could have seen it coming? <laughs> uh, I did like there. there is a little sight gag here where she's just like thinking about stuff and like stuck in her head and doesn't realize that she's like floating up towards the ceiling. <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah. And she's like, oh, right. I'm not used to this. Sorry. That let me was go adorable. Back down. Um. She then tells us, okay, this we've we've got to go and figure this stuff out. Um, so we're, we need to go to the Tower of Spirits, which is behind us, behind the castle and everything. Even though it's messed up, there's a little entrance. We can go and check it out. Um, yeah. And we get, a, before we get we, a back road. Yeah. Takes before us right we to the go, tower. Before we go, here, take this, this flute that <laughs> we have. Um, and this is the spirit flute, which you could have looked at it earlier. And I believe it just prompted you of just being like, oh, this looks like an interesting item. Look <laughs> at that. Um, Chekhov's we, flute. Chekhov's flute, yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> everything's just going to be Chekhov's flank. <laughs> uh, so we uh, go through the back area, as Zelda tells us to, and we get stopped by another guard who does the the classic. There's monsters on the other side. You need a sword before you can go through here. Yeah, I was getting kind of weirded out by the fact that every time I passed jars, I still didn't have a sword. Like mm -hmm. I was at some point, they're gonna have to give us a sword, right? Nope, only a train. <laughs> you're, gonna, you're gonna run everyone over. Come on, you can't give a child a weapon. You can put him in charge of a you know a heavy locomotive, but uh, but absolutely nothing, nothing with a blade, right. you know, with a sharp edge. Oh, you could take someone's eye out. After we got backhanded by uh, the demon guy for a second, I thought Link was about to hit him with a train, and that was how they made their escape. <laughs> I was really looking forward to it. <laughs> no, you, you just press. have to line. You have to line up every enemy on the tracks. That's what this whole game is going to be. You got to <laughs> wait until every enemy gets on the track. Well, no, um, no. If if you could use buttons in this game, you'd press Y to hijack the demon train, and then you'd steer that into the bad guys. All right. Uh, if you go and wander around a bit more, because it was not clear to me on where I was supposed to go, uh, you'll eventually find a training room in this castle yeah. where a guy is just like, hey, kid, you don't have a sword. Here, take the sword. <laughs> Why don't you like, have the sword? Yeah. Everyone else like, is like, you should probably go talk to Terry. He's over that way. Like everyone else in the castle just kind of was like that way. This is where we get the recruit sword. Which, for whatever reason, this game is starting off in a weird way to me where our outfit is not anything special. It is a uniform for security guards. The sword Given that we're Given to getting, us to help us blend in with, with everybody the else. corrupt security guards. Uh, I don't know about corrupt. They're just they're, 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 at this they're, point, they just don't really care. They're like, Chancellor Cole's great. Two hats, man. Yeah, Two man. Two hats. Yeah, man. That's That's not necessarily corrupt. So uh, after he gives us a sword, then we he's just like, well, you can't leave until you show me you know how to use that thing. We get our training. Uh, you know, the three of us were already well equipped with this. Um, Jonathan, did it take you a second to get used to these controls again? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be a common thing where every time I turn the game on to play the next bit, I'm going to try and control it with the D-pad. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, <sighs> but there we go. There we go. It's 
Hey, the, the trains help with that. You, you kind of are railroaded to tracks, and, and you're not in a boat that you think you could steer, but you have yeah. to actually draw on the map to steer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh. After this, we we are good to go. Uh, I did go and buy a shield. Yeah, me too. I don't know mm-hmm. why. I just thought, I've got enough money for a shield. I'll go buy one. Maybe it'll be useful. I feel useful. like I should have one. I clearly had rupees to burn after uh, buying all those postcards. Ooh. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I also found a lot of treasure chests. I found like mm. three or four, and so I was able to get like 150 rupees all together. Fancy lad. Out of here. So, um, yeah, I... I haven't gotten the tickets yet because each time I got to a a choice like that where it was like the first time I took the shield because I had enough to get one, either tickets or shield. And then the second time I was like, ah, I should take the potion. I'm going to play it safe. <laughs> so next time I find myself near a shop, I will be buying those tickets. But there didn't seem to be any urgency in them. They weren't really telling me much about them. No, you're absolutely right. Again, I uh, I look at my decisions here, and um, <laughs> I think I'll have to. You're going to be a lot you know, to be desired. <laughs> you should see me when I go to the shop. Like, I, I'll go to the shop to get milk and come back with like, oh, so sorry. I say to my wife, like, oh, sorry, darling, I, I didn't get the milk, but um, they only had one turkey left. So uh, <laughs> you said you wanted a pet. Magic beans. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You literally yeah. just made me. You made me have to correct in my head of like, wait, do you do you guys just buy turkeys as pets over there? <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, we don't. No, but, uh, but uh, <laughs> I might try and encourage that as an idea. I might. Um, I might just try and pepper some really uh, <laughs> some absurd, uh, yeah, uh, rumors about uh, what how we actually live in Britain. Um, <laughs> yeah. So. We go out the back and uh, we get to fight our first enemies. Of course, this is an enemy we have not seen before. Uh, this is a, a spy nut, S P I N U T, spin nut, spy nut, however you want to pronounce did, it. I just took it like spin nut because it does it spin at all. I guess it doesn't spin at all. No, um, honestly, it looked like an. It looked like to me they put too much detail into a character for the. DS. Like it's it's just so hard to tell what this thing is is, is supposed to be. And I'm like, y'all could have simplified this down. Like you didn't need to put that much into it because we're not gonna be able to see it in this grainy screen. It does look really nice on the gamepad, I will say. Okay. Mm. Well, maybe they were doing it with that in mind the whole time. <laughs> this system yeah, hasn't come I, out I got yet, the but feeling. you're gonna love it. <laughs> One day this DS will be the size of a house. It's gonna be huge. <laughs> Just you wait, kid. Yeah, I I got the feeling that it was a Goomba that just had like a bunch of MS Paint splashed yeah, on it uh, yeah. to cover it up. According to the Zelda wiki, uh, the name is derived from a portmanteau of spine and nut. So I guess it ah. would be spine nut. Okay. Spy, it, it's got more of a punch to it. I like it. Sure. <laughs> um, we, uh, we go out this back area, and there is a, a guard that's being attacked. If we save him, he mentions that, oh, there is this area that I think something fishy's going on over there. Maybe we should look at it. And it's the side of a wall, but <laughs> there's also bombs nearby. I think we can put two and two together here. Mm-hmm. Um, you take two a bomb to it, you blow it up. Did, mm-hmm. did anybody hit the wall? Because it, it does do the thing where it makes a different sound. Yes, I had to double check because it all yeah. looks the same. Of exactly, they didn't really where they tell you really well where it was. So I just threw the bomb um, and got it first try. So, 
Uh, we I go through care. a cave. We go through a cave here. We get our first key door. We then got our first little puzzle where it puts some has these stones on there that say, do this before this one. And then this one goes after this one. Ugh. And it was different enough. You know, we, we've been through a dozen of these kind of puzzles in Phantom Hourglass that I actually was like, like, oh, this is actually a different puzzle than before. The way that they're telling all this stuff is different. Like, okay, cool. It's still boring and dumb oh yeah i (laughs) i I tried to weigh up whether or not it was worth my time to go back and read them or just just you know brute force my way through it and just do process of elimination sure i i did yeah i I went back and read them (laughs) i guess some of the ones i liked more i wouldn't say i liked the most but some of the ones i i generally had a a favorable uh reaction towards in phantom hourglass were ones that didn't like spell out here's going to be the first one and the last one you'll do they sort of leave it for you to figure that out where they'll say like well here this one goes after this one but they never you know when they leave that vague it makes the puzzle a little bit more fun to solve i guess uh, so we go through all of that. We get a scene of us uh, going into the the entrance of the spirit tower, and uh, we meet a new character in here. As soon as we get in there, of a and well, you, and yeah, a, a version they they took a name and molded it a little bit. This is Anne Jean, and she's a weird looking character. She's got wheels. Not she's, she's not in a wheelchair. She has wheels. She's she's train lady. Yeah, little granny um, choo choo. And I don't know. We'll mention it now because we'll bring it up later. She is one of the locomotes. That is the mm-hmm. race of train people. <laughs> this game is weird. <laughs> Come on, baby. Be yeah, it's around about here that the uh, the history of the industrial <laughs> revolution may uh, make di- make some diversions. <laughs> yes, this is where it all changes. Um, so there's a little bit of the the Anjou to this from Majora, but then also it's like, an, like and. And Gene Engine, uh, she's a uh, train uh, engine. Do you think that Do you think that Councillor Cole is a reference to coal-powered steam engines? Oh, so ah, oh. Industrial Revolution analogy is back on, guys. <laughs> See, that, that I was trying to figure out like, do any of these names really stand for anything? But uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> may, Speaking maybe of names that there. don't stand for anything, uh, she does mention about how their goal is to resurrect. The Demon King. Which Demon King? Well, even when I look up the term Demon King in the Zelda fandom wiki, it says Demon King may refer to Mm. either of the following characters. Did you mean? Did you mean Ganon? Or did you mean Demise? Or did you mean Maladus? That thing from that one game that no one plays. They need to drop the the then, don't they? You can't be called the Demon King. Well, the thing is, is there's also a demon lord. Like, there's a demon lord, which is different than a demon king, and that's fine. De- Girahim is the demon lord. But, like, they could have named him anything else. And they used the name that was, like, to be fair, at this time, Demise, they haven't not put Demise into the canon. Okay, yeah. Um, and honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if they just forgot. Like, the people that were writing this never played this game. <laughs> So, yeah, she explains to us Maladus is the demon king in this game that they're trying to resurrect and that they are going to do that uh, by 
or, and what they're going to do with the Demon King is put its spirit into a body. Which Here body? We well, they happen to just find an empty body uh, mm-hmm. that they they took from Zelda. And this this triggers Zelda in a way that I loved. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> the, I mean, can game, share any comments on her feistiness? Th- what was that? This game has been very up and down, but the cutscenes have been amazing, and this is mm-hmm. the best one. Like, Zelda has actual character in this, and I was really worried since it wasn't Tetra that Zelda was going to be just bland, like, stick in the mud. But this is an amazing yeah. scene. See, this is what happens when you don't turn Zelda into a statue in the first 15 <laughs> minutes of the game. Uh, yeah, so they explain all this stuff and basically say about like, okay, in order to stop all this, we have to bring the tower back together. Uh, mm-hmm. And so go ahead and we need you to go up there. And then Zelda's just like, you had better get up there and you better fix this right now. She I need my like- body back way up in your face like closer and closer and closer and closer it is it is borderline like japanese horror style like the way her <laughs> face looks like getting in link's face and she's making just this like moaning noise as she gets closer each time to him uh it was kind of creepy but in a way that i'm like in this cartoon world this is great this is this is good right here um we start to go up there and then Angie basically explains, like, you're not going to be able to go up there by yourself. You need help. And then Zelda's just like, well, who are we going to get to well, do you, all this? You help them. Everybody we know is either passed out or stupid. <laughs> she even she even mentioned getting the, I believe she said, the trainer that trained us with the sword mm-hmm. to come and help us. And it's like that random guy. But, uh, yeah, then uh, Angie says, like, look, just go help him. Like, time is ticking. And they- she does... They play it for, uh, like, she takes forever to turn around. They they seem like they're going to play it for the, uh, well, I'm not, I'm not supposed to do that. I'm, I'm the princess, but like. See, I, took, I took it as her just, I could see her turning around just being like, what did you just say? <laughs> like, how dare you? I am a princess. <laughs> Yeah, but you can also fly and go through walls. You're probably going to be quite helpful in this sort of scenario. (laughs) But then, okay, this is where we get into the dumb Zelda tutorial stuff where we go up there, we get a scene where we get attacked or we are are prompted to be attacked. We could just like run away or you could take the hit. Either way, you go back downstairs again and Gene says, oh yeah, there's guards up there. Collect these three things, and then you can hit them. Then you go back up the exact same way again, and it actually starts. So, mm-hmm. And then also, as we collect the first of the, the golden tiers that we need to power up our sword to stun these statues, it's the um, the Dark Nuts from the, the last game. Uh, yeah, the Phantom and, Ganons or whatever. And Gene comes in over the intercom. <laughs> to explain stuff to us. And I'm just like, why couldn't you have done that when we were there the first time? Well, like, then, then this... that would have been too much talk, talky talk for, for one talky talk session. We weren't sitting in yeah. uh, the, the sacred zone, Jeremy. The intercoms yeah. only work in the sacred zones. <laughs> Come on, right. maybe, 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 maybe. That's how it works. <laughs> she, she just got this uh, intercom system installed. She wants to use it. 
but it only works it's a in Hofstra sacred zone. brand intercoms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for when you need to talk to a boy. In uh, the dungeon. <laughs> so uh, we go through uh, and we collect those things. We hit them. Then we get this cutscene where we stun them. And then the dark nut is just like stunned for a second and then turns around and just being like, oh, you're screwed. <laughs> and like starts to bring the sword down. And the yeah. is like, uh, and it's weird because everything is black around us. It's just like this weird single moment where the only thing that exists is me and Zelda and this murderous statue. Um, and she, with her spirit, yeah, goes in and touches and gets sucked into the, the dark nut. And it changes colors. And now we are introduced to, I don't know, what do you call this? Phantom Zelda, I think, is what they call it? Sure. Yeah. Um, Ghost and, in the yeah, Zelda. Yeah, so then, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shelda. <laughs> uh, then we basically get back to the original tower puzzles that we had in the last game, fortunately, without a timer on this one. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't think we necessarily need to go through all of these things again. You you wander around. You got to find some stairs. There's only like one or two floors I think we go up on this one. Uh, so it's, it's fairly quick. Yeah. Um, you get up to the top and you get a map. It's a, a stone chunk that has a carvings on it that is the, the map of this world. Yeah. Uh, similar to, although I guess it looks like a stone chunk. It could also just be worn parchment. It, it does. Ve- it it looks very hard and chunky. Yes, slabby. Mm-hmm. Yes, slabbish. <laughs> <laughs> um, we go all we we get a little warp thing. We go back down, uh, and then this is where Angie explains that she is one of the. She's is she a sage? I guess in this world, as she was like, yeah. she's kind of is. They yeah. that, that Zelda uses that term before we really even. Mm. Mm-hmm. get an idea of what Angene is. Angene uh, also starts this conversation off by being like, ah, you're just like your your grandma or whatever, or your ancestor. Yes. I don't want to yeah. draw an unnecessary uh, parallel or go off on a, a, a tangent that's, um, that's too obscure, but <laughs> do you guys I, I, think that her hairstyle resembled the Minish Cap? Oh. I see, yeah. I see it now. Yeah. Sure. I'm just going to leave that one out there. Um, it could also oh be gosh. a smokestack. You know, like smoke smoke coming out of a, a whatever train. the shaft is on the train. If the train. Chimney? I see it. The, a chi- but the, I don't think it is it a chimney on a train? Yeah. Is it still a chimney? Okay. Yeah. I didn't, know, I didn't know the rules. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the one with the Wikipedia page open on the Industrial Revolution. Right. Uh, right. Yeah. Get on it, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, you got to be ready to defend this this headcanon at any time <laughs> so she explains to us that we need to go and talk to the next sage named gage uh of course <laughs> and that we need to find the we need we need to reawaken each of these temples and that will fix the tower and that will save everything so this is where we are first prompted with our first real um oh, get I'm out there. on the term uh, our first get out there, as they call it. Um, <laughs> no, our first real mission here, and yeah. uh, that is to collect these things and do all that. Up and up until this point, all we were trying to do was be a train boy, and now we're tr- now we're a magic train boy. 
Luckily, uh, there's there's no other trains on the track to mess with us in this section, really. In this section, yes. Um, I I I'm very confident that demon train is going to come back and mess with us. Oh. The thing I thought that was weird about this is that we get train combat, but really it's just honk your horn so that the bad yeah, guys. Yeah, horn away. bonus. Horn combat. Mm. Love my uh, horn combo. Yeah, you gotta so, be careful because if you're like me, you have a tendency to just always have the horn on, <laughs> and uh, it doesn't register. Uh, as we'll see with with mm-hmm. different uh, critters and animals that are on the, you, they they won't hear the horn if it's always playing. You know, it's sort of that yeah. relative thing. Uh, those enemies that we come across here first are called snurgles. Snurgles are snurgles. like the the flying elephant thing. Yep, we've got uh, uh, moinks are the the pigs. <laughs> oh, I like that. I Moink. like that. S- Snurgle's dumb though. Uh, now, when <laughs> we uh, get on our new train that we have, because our old train is broken and you know it doesn't have tracks, so we can't use it. Our uh, friend fell on it. Yeah, and uh, we get the new we get the new magic train that was at the tower. So this train very is convenient. She even Serious says, like, business. she's like, oh, you need to go on the train track. So, what, well, why don't you have, I don't know, this train? Why don't you take this <laughs> Pulls train? Pulls it out of a, a convenient <laughs> pocket. Let me think. Something for a train track. What do we have that can work for a train track? Uh, well, it's a tough question to her because she seems to also be able to work on a train track. Right. Does she? Can she just hop on those too? She's I like, assume. I, I, I would think so. Uh, anyway, we. We get prompted with the the map now, and it does make us draw our path, but it, it we can't lets us. freely. Does, <laughs> does it let us? Can we just go? Yeah, you can just you can just go and and pay okay, attention to okay. the switches or whatever, or make a path and then deviate from that path. All all it really does is set the switches in place for you on the path that you've chosen. Oh, okay. Well, it's still convenient. Uh. So the the first thing that we need to do, I know you can, you could go to the little forest area, I think, but I'm gonna guess that it stops you. Uh, it doesn't. It doesn't really like let you get out. Okay. I uh, tried on the way to the castle. We need to go to the town of Whittleton. Hmm. Uh, when we get in there, we get there, and it does the same. It does that classic Zelda thing where the two houses that you go into, they just say, "Go talk to the chief," hmm. and then when you go talk to the chief. Well, she actually, says, you can you can talk to them a bunch, and they will eventually start saying a whole lot of other stuff. There's one guy that's like, "Chief, Chief's my buddy," but the other guy's like, "I'm tired of living in the sticks." And then after I talk <laughs> to him five times, he's like, "I want to live in the lap of luxury." And I'm like, "Ooh, progression." And <laughs> and then and then after that, he's like, "Hey, there's games out back, by the way." Oh there's, yeah, there's a, there's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I went out there. There weren't games. There was a beehive. Not yet. We need. Me. I think we need an item for it. That was a horrible it, but, game. But yeah, like I talked to him like... <laughs> it was a horrible game. <laughs> this this is game. a horrible game. That was a beehive. That's a yeah. bad game. God. <laughs> You're rubbish at this. But um, yeah, like... And, and it does that thing where like when Zelda got closer and closer and closer to us, I talked to this guy like 20 times to finally get all this info <laughs> out of him. Um, and... And each time you tap on him, Link takes another like half step closer. And so each time I talk to him, Link is getting more and more intense and just closing in on his face. 
goodness. He me. wasn't actually talking to you. Your your ear was inside of his brain. <laughs> yeah. And you could just hear his thoughts. Where were these people? <laughs> this guy. <laughs> this, 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 the whole time I've seen you, I didn't know what you were confused about. Uh, the this guy was in the first house. The other guy is in the middle of town. He's walking around, and he says a whole bunch of stuff. But uh, like you know, hey, thanks for getting the tracks back. We we need to transport our lumber. Hey, we're a, a lumber town, and so <laughs> we are. Uh, uh, responsible, and we replant trees. Um, also, there aren't many women here, and that's a problem. Is of that was the final thing that like he had like five different things, and that was the last one I got him to say. And I was like, all right, all right I think BC, I figured out everything that we just need to know about Whittleton. BC, did you go to this town? No, I went immediately to okay. where to gauges. Oh, okay. okay so, so you, just you did could- it. You could go to the Lost Woods. Yeah, so um, I was confused about whether or not it was a Lost Woods scenario because I drew the thing and it seemed like I was stuck in the same place. And I was like, everything looks like it's repeating, but it doesn't seem like I'm not moving anywhere. And as soon as I was about to be like, okay, I'm in a Lost Woods scenario, the gate showed up and I was where Gage was. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> You took the right path you, at the end, and, and yeah, all of a you, made, you, were there. you brute forced it. So yeah. hell when yeah! You, when you get into there, what you're supposed to do is follow the first three branches, but then not the fourth. The fourth, fourth one's tree a liar. is a liar. Yeah, I, love that. I want that on a, a mug or a t-shirt or something because <laughs> if you live your life by that creed, then I think uh, you're you're gonna be all right. The fourth I, tree I is a liar. I believe the way that game... tattooed on my neck. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I believe the way the game framed it is it has a bad sense of direction. But it's no, a liar. It's I a want liar. I want it to be actually like morally like corrupt and it is a liar. Absolutely. I, I mean yeah, I, well, yeah. Here's the thing, y'all. I didn't change directions manually at any point. <laughs> the the thing just kept going and I ended up at the place. You must. Like, I mean, it's well, like Luigi always wins Mario Party. <laughs> just let it go. So I never went to this town, and anyway. I was like, "All right, well, I guess there's just an empty place where Gage is." So. Now I know. <laughs> so we, we go through all of this stuff. So we go through all of this stuff, and we end up at the Forest Sanctuary. Uh, there's there's some puzzles to solve, all that stuff. You, yeah. you figure it out. You bomb some things. Um, we get to we we uh we see our first puzzle where you have to look at your scenery and then you go up to a thing and you have to draw a line or lines to be like match the pattern uh-huh. and so we're going to have more of those obviously um, right this is where yeah then we go into here we meet gage and he tol- he tells us about the song that we have to play in order to do what we need to do and hey, he teaches you us that, you got that flute What's yeah, up? he teaches us his first song. Now this is very Jump reminiscent. <laughs> I knew it was gonna come back. This is this reminded me a lot of when Wind Waker, where we had to meet the spirits and uh-huh. play a song with them to unlock a thing. But here is where I had a realization. The last time I played this game, this is where I stopped because I thought something was wrong. <laughs> because during the tutorial, 
on how to use it, it just takes forever for it to be like, okay, I think you've got it. I think you did. And I was like, I'm doing the same three like colors that they're telling me to do in sync with it over and over again. Nothing's happening. You got to do it just right. It stopped doing it when I gave up. When I just stopped doing things, and then it, then he was just like, "Okay, I think you got it," and I'm just like, yeah, I, well, the, the, I remember this now." I'm sure the phrasing of it is says, "Do you want to practice?" And you practice until you go, "Yeah, I've got it now." So yeah, it's, it's entirely guess. up to you. I guess it basically yeah. says like, "Hey, once you think you're you've got it down, then we can try it for real." Yeah, yeah. So I just thought I was like, even I'm when playing I tried the song. it for real, I did not do well. Yeah, this is where we get to talk about. Uh, how, how'd we all blow, guys? <laughs> PC, uh, why don't start? This is the single poorly. most difficult thing I've done in the last two games. <laughs> I felt, I mean, I was like, am I really this old that, like, I can't... <sighs> and, and it gets worse going ahead. And we didn't we didn't talk a lot about our, um, our past with this game uh but i beat this game i played through this game on a trip to san diego and mexico in like 2010 or 2011 and uh getting to this part i believe i got to this part on the plane and oh no there's no way that like it was just noise in my ear and so anytime i opened up the flute it was just constantly on like there was no off, there was no way to pull it away from my face to make it stop. Bl- it was, and so it did not go well in the plane. I made it work. I got past it, but it was it was through toil and, and bloodshed. On the original DS model, um, so I, I'm playing this on a 3DS, and mm-hmm. the the microphone is sort of at the the the, the bottom nearest you. So you sort of hold yeah. It. Like it's a, in the little corner, yeah. Yeah, uh, whereas I'm sure did the microphone used to be on the bridge in the middle? It was in DS. the center. Yes, yeah, that, that, I, that's, I uh, wanted to bring that, that up. That would have been easier. Yeah. Yes, because <laughs> it's it's quite difficult because you have to control the. You're sort of holding. It's it's like you're eating your 3ds with like a sandwich, <laughs> uh, whilst also trying to draw a shape on top of the sandwich. Um, which, which I don't know. I don't. I don't know about you, but I don't have much practice of doing that sort of thing. Nope. I, I'm not sure how Americans eat sandwiches, but um, <laughs> here, here in Britain, you know, we've 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 got our uh, our sandwich you don't, you don't... that we usually use. Um, right, of course. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was it was it was tricky. But also, I will say that once once I got the hang of it, and it have you have that moment where you're playing your duet with him. It genuinely felt quite magical, <laughs> and and I was just like, "This is," I, like it remind it reminded me of when in like Link's Awakening when you'd go up to you could go up to to the egg and uh, and play mm. uh, and, and and play the play the the ballad of the windfish with whatever instruments you had. Right. You didn't necessarily need all of them. You just go up there and it'll it'll play it with like four or five or six of them. Uh, and every I, I, as a kid, I loved that, and and I would always. Uh, every time I got a new instrument, I was like, "Oh, I wonder how it sounds now." And like having another instrument the new in the mix, oh, it's lovely. It's like bringing in a harmony when you come back for that second verse. Oh, yes, please. I, I I get some of that, but this <laughs> in this game, it it's never felt more like because like in that you've got multiple instruments. In in Wind Waker, you're like conducting the other person, 
and it and it it sounds good. This one, it's never felt more like, hey, I need a kid with who can play a few notes on the bass while I jam. <laughs> um, yeah, and keep this kid, beat. just I need you to here. Look, I put post its on the notes <laughs> to tell you <laughs> blue, orange, yellow, root third, fifth. Let, let, let me offer this up right now is that I'm colorblind uh, and I have oh. a oh. real difficulty telling the difference with the colors on these uh, on these notes. They don't make uh, it helpful. Imagine, imagine if you bought this game and were both colorblind and asthmatic. You oh, would you, not be able to play no, this game, period. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Game Genie um, can't help. No, no, exactly. It's the reason why I never beat Metroid Prime Hunters on the DS. And apart from that, that it was that's what it was horrible it, yeah. to control. But um, the, the the final boss on that was like all the enemies were like color coded depending on like what gun you needed to use to to fight them. And um, mm. yeah, I never never beat that. But uh, yeah, you can uh, with a bit of patience, you can get the uh, the colors of the the spirit flute. Um, that people have been correct better about that these days. That's which is nice. So yeah, absolutely, absolutely. My little disabled eyes. But but yeah, that, that yeah, there's like Mario Party games I know that like my friend was like, I'm just screwed on this one, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I I also thought it was kinda weird that this is the tutorial, but literally thirty seconds before you do this, you can use the flute to mm-hmm. awaken the mm-hmm. um time stones, knowledge stones, whatever they're called. Yeah. The stone guy. Yeah, whatever those ones are. The gossip yep. stone type thingies. Gossip stones. Yeah, the yes. gossip stones. And I felt really clever because I saw the two floating like colors and the pitches and I was like, Oh, this is for mm. me to play. I'm playing like these pitches and yeah. then immediately after that it gives me a tutorial. It's like, all right, well thanks for explicitly stating <laughs> everything I just figured out. Yeah. 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 Um, after after we do that too, there's also so that was the uh, song of awakening is what mm. we learned there, um, and then that with what BC was talking about, uh, and then we'll also get the song of healing uh, it, uh, on another stone. Mm. But the thing that annoyed me is that was not the song of healing. Uh, they <laughs> they called it that, but it's a different song, and so I was a little disappointed. Maybe there's something in there. Different timeline, Jeremy. Uh, <laughs> so yeah we we learn a couple of these things here so the song of healing is interesting because a fairy goes and tells you play the song and i'll give you hearts back but it yeah. only hap- you can only do it once in a dungeon and then as soon as i got into this dungeon i accidentally played it and i was like oh well how, <laughs> how do you fine. accidentally play a pan because flute song in spirit tracks i screwed up the two the two colors i thought it was the red the white green one when oh. it was supposed to be the orange blue or whatever. Because yeah. you were trying to, to play the next gossip stone that you find here. Yes, I was trying to awaken the, the other one. The ones yes. from the previous Phantom Hourglass, which just, you know, you can shell out some coin to see where all the chests are on the floor. Mm. Yeah. Uh, this is another DS Zelda dungeon. It's You get in there, it shows you everything on the floor right away. <laughs> here it is. Um, you wander around a bit. Now, I really, mean, I guess I, this dungeon has a mechanic where they obscure things that you need to clear away with your weapon, but it's yes. still like, here's everything. Here, you step onto a floor, it's like, here's the whole floor. Yeah, Take a this, look. This is, this is all I want to talk about is this item that we get in here. It's called the Whirlwind, and yeah. I am already dreading this game um, because in order to use it, 
<laughs> you have to blow. Like the use. You aim so you you will bring it up. Then you will use the touch screen to aim the direction that you want to go in. <laughs> then you blow. <laughs> it's horrible. So abs- I really hope it's like a one dungeon use thing because this first is first item. It's. I mean, as if giving you one m- main story item that you need to blow on, then to give you another one straight off the bat, it's just like, come mm. on. This is, yeah, it's, it's miserable. <laughs> it's miserable. Um, like I said, get get those sandwiches out and practice drawing on them. Uh, <laughs> because otherwise, <laughs> you're going to be screwed. But yeah. Like, uh, like the the there didn't seem to be a huge amount of consistency in in how the microphone was registering my blowing. Uh, I mean, probably it might have been down to me. I don't know. I haven't haven't had to. I'll be honest. I haven't had to closely examine that part of my uh, my skill set. Uh, <laughs> yes. Certainly not in, in in quite a while. Part but, of um, this represent the uh, the factories that that the children had to work in in the industrial revolution and how and they hard can't it was really to breathe, breathe very yeah, well yeah. anymore. Ab- ab- absolutely, it's it's uh, the, ch- the 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 something to do with chimney sweeps and the canary down a mine. I don't know. But, right, um, I'm starting to get it. The, yeah, the mines, of course, the mines. Exactly, exactly. Uh, but yeah, it was it was so inconsistent. Um, oh, I was so, yeah. Again, I I was. I was more angry with that than I was doing the Zelda uh, stealth bit um, in the castle, which mm. I was already quite angry at. But oh, yeah, like boy. I really hope that there is not going to be a huge amount of use for this item, um, especially if you've <laughs> got to like switch the item in the middle of a battle or something. Like, say for example, like a boss. I don't know if it, I can't remember because it's been so long since I played the game. But if there's a boss later Probably. on that, where you need to, you know, go into a menu as well as then yep. like holding it, and it's like trying to pat your head and rub your stomach at the same time. It's just a physical coordination nightmare. That's just trying the DS to Zelda games. Good lord. Well, BC's proved he can do that. <laughs> but, <you know>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, for me. The the mic on the gamepad is like kind of off to the bottom left, um, near the center, but off to the left. And so I wondered, and I wondered this with the other, with the last game too, is, you know, was this meant to be played with the DS just sitting on a surface? Because it's significantly easier if you, you know, aren't holding while you're trying to like blow into this thing. This is, this is how I ended up playing most of it. Having two hands makes it easier. Like the whole idea is that you're supposed to use just the stylus to be able to do everything, but the items function differently if you're holding the uh, your offhand shoulder button. So when I hold left right. trigger, yes. it's a lot yes. easier to use the the fan mm. that way. Right. And it's like, okay, you kind of made a game that you can do everything with one hand, but realistically, this is a two-handed game. It well, was like, I, what was the 3DS game? Was it? Uh, it was a Kid Icarus game that came with its own stand, it stand yes. so that you could control it properly. But um, that, yeah, they uh, didn't want you like, moving the 3D around very much on that. Just yeah, like, exactly. keep it steady. <laughs> but yeah, I, I basically could blow I just your had eyeballs my, up. We don't know yet. <laughs> I just had my 3DS uh, flat on the desk um, in the end playing because that yeah. was the only way I could do it without throwing it out the window. and and, you know i don't know if that's how they intended it because um when they made this i think we're we're learning now because bc said his microphone was on bottom left mine's on bottom right the microphones Mm. 
are in a different spot in every single skew of the yeah. DS, it would seem. Um, and so there's just no intended, you know, mm. blowing posture, I guess. Um, nope. really, it's, How it's it's never if you're actually emulating this on something without a microphone, mm. you good... don't. Let me well, tell yeah. you, yeah. as someone yeah. who tried to emulate okay. <laughs> Phantom Hourglass, I own the game, but yeah, I wanted to stream it. And uh, you map, you map blow to a button, and it barely does anything, oh, really, even if you press and the button. So, really yeah, hard. <laughs> when I couldn't get. When I couldn't get Phantom Hourglass to work, I knew, mm. knowing about the pan flute, that Spear Tracks was just going to be a no-go. So, anyway, this whirlwind device, what it does is it blows things around, <laughs> including, like, dissipating the, uh, Nuts. The, the purple fog that we see around here. Uh, you can move, like, keys out of, out of places. Uh, it'll carry it, similar to how the... Uh, magic boomerang in twilight princess worked where you could highlight a thing pick it up and then just sort of carry it except it only works in a single direction you can only just yeah. tell it to go in a direction uh we do get a mid boss in this one with mothula and uh the way you fight him is it's funny if you try to just do the whirlwind attack to them it just bats it back to you so yeah. you have to wait until it throws a bubble. Uh, if you if you forget, the bubbles are the floating skulls. Uh, it'll throw one of those at you, and then you then use the whirlwind to bounce it back to it. I can't even remember this. But, but I, I thought it was... A, <laughs> I thought only... it bouncing my gust back at me was like a red herring because I tried to blow it back. Mm. I did that for a couple minutes. Like and we already complained about how annoying it is to have to keep blowing at the pan flute over and over again using this thing just just more <laughs> blowing <laughs> just you know precision blowing in this one mm. corner of the machine that i'm holding in my hand serious <laughs> cheat cramp so yeah um that that's fun it's really great so we go through all of this. Eventually we get to find our boss key. Now they do introduce a new thing on here that I didn't get to see because I just did what it told me to told do. Me to like do. Mm, yeah, there's a, yeah. there's a map uh, behind it that tells you a path to go down. Now there are, are also markers on the floor that if you pay attention to those. I didn't see those, those until I was done, but I was like, oh, hey, that, that matches up. So there's a little danger square. Yeah, and so what comes from those are key masters. Uh -huh. So once again, if you don't remember what the masters are in Zelda, those are the creepy hands. Uh, They're terrifying. I did not. I did not get one of them. I fully intend to never get one of them now. But I did manage to see like a clip of that getting triggered, and yep, nope, definitely terrified. They've got a. Yellow, they're purple, and they have a yellow eyeball in the middle Ooh. of their hand, and I hate them, and I want them to never go anywhere near me again, and amen. Yeah, stick those hands back in a pocket. Uh, yeah, <laughs> go back in the floor where you came from. <laughs> so, uh, after all that, we put the key in, we get to find the fight the boss, Stagnox. And uh, yeah. this was a nothing battle for me. <laughs> like, I thought it was so straightforward. Uh, you you blow away his butt. He's got a whole mm -hmm. bunch of purple oh, fart around yes, his butt. Yes, I remember now. Yeah, and I forgot then... on this one as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you get for doing your homework early. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
you you blow the fog away from his butt and then he can slash his butt do that a couple times then he'll go to the sky and he'll drop these uh these were new little characters that we oh yeah we seen they were too. in the dungeon uh these are little blue slugs that when you hit them uh they turn into spikes and then those are basically bombs now and mm-hmm. so you can use the guts to push the bombs in different directions and all that. We had to use them to like break a couple blocks and stuff, but yeah. you know. So what you do is when Stagnox will sweep down on us, you can go and use the the whirlwind to blow the little bomb snails at him. That stuns him. You can hit him with your sword. You do that, he's dead. You get, you get him so with your sword. So straightforward. Or you could just blow on the whirlwind thing once again and send another one of the little blue bug bombs into his butt again mm. and just not even move not even spend the energy to go over there and hit him with your sword <laughs> i will say i i i've forgotten that uh the way that ds games used um both uh, sort of both screens mm-hmm. for that sort of vertical widescreen uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's a really, it's, it is a nice touch. It works, it works well. It's something that they didn't do on the 3DS because obviously the top screen w- w- was vastly different, uh, physically to the bottom screen. But on DS games, they did quite a lot of that where they'd spread the action over both, mm. both screens. Right. And, it, and it does, it does feel like quite cinematic, even though it's entirely the wrong aspect ratio. Um, and, and, but, and a lot but, of what they they use it for is they do something interesting where like on the top screen there will be information that will help you beat the mm. boss um but here not so much i mean other than just to tell you when he's swooping in yeah but, but like, you I know quite, they, yeah i like i liked the fact that it was just it was it was using it, yeah it was using the ds hardware for something that wasn't horrible <laughs> you know it wasn't saying oh there's a microphone and a touch screen so you've got to use them it was like well we've got two screens so this will look a bit better you know and i quite like that and and like when you're in the tower and it does the same sort of thing it gives you a bit of a bit of a sense mm-hmm. of you know sort of height to the place and stuff but that that it was it was that, that was a positive i took out of this dungeon <laughs> that's true when, when we stepped in there it it, it was so huge that I was like, wait, did we? Is there a minish thing going on in this game? I forget. Are mm. we tiny right now? Are there are there giant bugs, or is it just? This, it does a this lot for that sense of scale. Bug. It's it's nice. For a second, I forgot. So uh, after we go and beat him, we get this scene where a giant force gym appears, and like it just does everything on its own. It's this green. statue comes out of the ground. The, the force gem gets onto there and it's just sort of like, you did it. And then we see a cut scene where back at the, the spirit tower, it uh, it's the, the bottom part sort of kachinks back onto it. Uh, mm-hmm. the, thing, the thing broke out in these nice, clean segments. Yeah. Uh, so the, the first segment just locked right back into it. I'm sure About we're going to go and find out what's on the inside of piece, that. probably. Um, so for our next episode... Uh, we are just going to get to the entrance of the snow temple. There's a lot to do in between here and then. So go do all that. Figure out what those tickets do, maybe. Uh, maybe yeah. we'll start a stamp collection or figure out how we can start a I stamp collection. So. Me too. Do mm. all of that. Meet back here, and we'll talk about it on Chat of the Wild. Choo-choo. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely stuff.